You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 28. We're continuing in the book of Job, and Job's friends are trying to console him through all the tragedy that he's been through. And now his second friend, named Bildad, from Shua, comes to give him some consolation. Just like his last friend, Eliphaz, Bildad continues to accuse Noah of wrongdoing, which is why God did all these calamities. In fact, he goes a step further and says, it's actually Job's children who have sinned. But then Job responds and continues to maintain his innocence. We're also continuing in the book of Matthew. Jesus is approached by a rich man. Think about it. This guy has everything he would ever want in life. He could buy anything. So naturally, he asked Jesus what he has to do. But what Jesus tells him is not something a rich man wanted to hear. And as much as we want to blame the rich man for being greedy, this questions our own morality. That if we were rich and given the same conditions for eternal life, how many of you would pass that test? If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Job chapter 8. Bildad speaks to Job. Then Bildad from Shua answered, How long will you talk like that? Your words are nothing but hot air. God is always fair. God all-powerful does what is right. If your children sinned against God, he punished them. They paid for their sins. But now, look to God and pray to the all-powerful. If you are pure and good, he will quickly come to help you. He will give your family back to you. Then you will have a lot more than you had in the beginning. Ask those who are now old. Find out what their ancestors learned. It seems as though we were born yesterday. <laughs> we are too young to know anything. Our days on earth are very short, like a shadow. The old people will tell you something. They will teach you what they learned. Can papyrus grow tall on a dry land? Can reeds grow without water? No, they will dry up before harvest. They will be too small to cut and use. People who forget God are like that. Those who oppose him have no hope. They have put their trust in something weak. It is like a spider's web. When they lean against it, it will break. When they reach for it, it will not hold them up. <laughs> Such people are like a vine that gets plenty of water and sunshine, and its branches spread throughout the garden. Its roots spread among the rocks, searching for good soil. But if you move it, it will die, and no one can tell it was ever there. Everything might have been going well, but another vine will take its place. God does not support evil people, and he does not abandon the innocent. So, 
Perhaps you might laugh again. Maybe shouts of joy will come from your lips. Maybe your enemies will be humiliated and the homes of the wicked destroyed. Job chapter 9. Job answers Bildad. Then Job answered, Of course I know that this is true, but how can a human being win an argument with God? Anyone who chose to argue with him could not answer one question in a thousand. God is so wise and powerful that no one could oppose him and survive. When God is angry, he moves mountains before they know what has happened. He can shake the earth and it will tremble down to its foundations. With one command, he can stop the sun from rising. He can lock up the stars and keep them from shining. He alone made the skies and he walks on the ocean waves. God made the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades. He made the stars that cross the southern sky. He does things too marvelous for people to understand. He does too many miracles to count. When he passes by, I cannot see him. He goes right past me and I don't notice. If he takes something away, no one can stop him. No one can say to him, what are you doing? And God will not hold back his anger. Even Rahab's helpers are afraid of him. So I cannot argue with God. I would not know what to say to him. I am innocent, but I cannot give him an answer. All I could do is beg my judge for mercy. Even if I called and he answered, I cannot believe he would listen to me. He would only send storms to crush me. He would give me more wounds for no reason. He would not let me catch my breath again. He would just give me more trouble. I cannot defeat God. He is too powerful. I cannot take him to court for justice. Who could force him to come? I am innocent, but anything I say makes me seem guilty. I am innocent, but if I speak, my mouth proves me wrong. I am innocent, but I don't know what to think. I hate my own life. So I say, does it make any difference? God destroys the innocent as well as the guilty. It must be God who laughs when a disaster kills innocent people. It must be God who keeps the leaders from seeing when an evil person takes control. If it is not God, then who is it? My days are passing faster than a runner. They are flying by without any joy. They go by as quickly as papyrus boats, as fast as an eagle swooping down on its prey. I could say, I will not complain. I will forget my pain and put a smile on my face. But the suffering still frightens me. I know that God will not see me as innocent. I will be found guilty. So why should I even think about it? 
even if I scrubbed my hands with soap and washed myself whiter than snow, God would still push me into the slime pit and even my clothes would hate to touch me. God is not a human like me, so I cannot argue with him nor take him to court. I wish there were someone who could listen to both sides, someone to judge both of us in a fair way. I wish someone could take away the threat of God's punishment. Then he would not frighten me anymore. Then I could say what I want without being afraid of him. But I cannot do that now. Job chapter 10. I hate my own life, so I will complain freely. I am very bitter, so now I will speak. I will say to God, don't just say I am guilty. Tell me what you have against me. Do you enjoy hurting me? Do you enjoy ignoring me while smiling at what evil people say? Do you have human eyes? Do you see things the way people do? Is your life as short as ours? Is your life as short as a man's life? You look for my wrong and search for my sin. You know I am innocent, but no one can save me from your power. Your hands made me and shaped my body. Will you now destroy me completely? Remember, you molded me like clay. Will you turn me into clay again? You formed me inside my mother like cheese is made from milk. You put me together with bones and muscles, and then you clothed me with skin and flesh. You gave me life and were very kind to me. You cared for me and watched over my spirit. But this is what you hid in your heart. Now I know what you were planning for me. If I sinned, you would be watching me so that you could punish me for doing wrong. If I said, I am guilty and should be cursed, but even when I am innocent, I cannot lift my head. I am so ashamed because of all the troubles I have. If I have any success and feel proud, you hunt me down like a lion and show your power over me. You bring witness after witness to prove that I am wrong. Again and again you show your anger as you sent army after army against me. So why did you let me be born? I wish I had died before anyone saw me. My life should have ended before it began. I should have gone from my mother's womb straight to the grave. My life is almost finished. So leave me alone to relax and enjoy myself a little. I am going soon to the land of no return, the place of death and darkness. The land of darkest night, of shadows and confusion. For even the light is darkness. Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 through 30. A rich man refuses to follow Jesus. A man came to Jesus and asked, Teacher, 
What good thing must I do to have eternal life? Jesus answered, Why do you ask me about what is good? Only God is good. But if you want to have eternal life, obey the law's commands, the man asked. Which ones? Jesus answered, You must not murder anyone. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not tell lies about others. You must respect your father and mother and love your neighbor the same as you love yourself, the young man said. I have obeyed all these commands. What else do I need? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, then go and sell all that you own. Give the money to the poor, and you will have riches in heaven. Then come and follow me. But when the young man heard Jesus tell him to give away his money, he was sad. He didn't want to do this because he was very rich. So he left. Then Jesus said to his followers, The truth is, it will be very hard for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. Yes, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. When the followers heard this, they were amazed. They asked, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For people, it is impossible. But God can do anything. Peter said to him, We left everything we had and followed you. So what will we have? Jesus said to them, When the time of the new world comes, the Son of Man will sit on his great and glorious throne. And I can promise that you who followed me will sit on 12 thrones, and you will judge the 12 tribes of Israel. Everyone who has left houses, brothers, sisters, father, mother, children, or farms to follow me will get much more than they left, and they will have eternal life. Many people who are first now will be last in the future, and many who are last now will be first in the future. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 11 through 20. My son, don't reject the Lord's discipline. Pay attention and don't be angry. The Lord corrects everyone he loves, just as a father corrects a child he cares about. Great blessings belong to those who have wisdom and to those who gain understanding. Profit that comes from wisdom is better than silver and even the finest gold. Wisdom is worth more than fine jewels. Nothing you desire has more value. With her right hand, she offers long life. And with the other hand, riches and honor. Wisdom will lead you to a life of joy and peace. Wisdom is like a life-giving tree to those who hold on to it. She is a blessing to those who keep her close. With wisdom, the Lord created the earth. With understanding, he set the sky in place. With his knowledge, he caused the waters under the earth to flow and made the clouds drop their rain.
Thank you, everyone. That was day 28. Join us for day 29, where we hear from Job's third friend, Zophar. And then Job has another chance to respond to all his friends to defend himself. And in the book of Matthew, Jesus uses a story about farm workers to teach us about God's kingdom and talks again about his coming death. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.